All right, we're live, almost, probably. Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry we're a little late tonight. It was out of our control, but we're here, nevertheless. Um, can we get a 5-5? Five five? Let us know that you can hear us. Natalie, can you say something? Make sure we have some good audio here. Beep, beep, boop, bop. <laughs> I was expecting you to sing the Wayne's World song. <laughs> I like the hat. Party time. Excellent. Yeah, I love that movie. I, we were just watching oh, yeah. a, a skit. Uh, and that's another skit. Yeah. Skits. Where, where Aerosmith was on it. I don't know why it popped up on YouTube, but it was one of those clickbait things that I fell for and watched anyway. Huh. <laughs> you know, it's funny those synchronicities just happen, huh? Yeah. You see a, a, an SNL Wayne's World clip and then you see a Wayne's World cap. Yeah, exactly. You know what's funny? I don't even have to go very far. I got one right here, too. Should I put my no own? Way. Oh, you should. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, you Why? Should. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah just, it's been sitting here forever laying on the floor. You should wear it, I think. I'm all right. Um. You guys going to be twins. Yeah. Uh, real quick, guys, some promo codes. Um, if you're looking for a CBD that does not suck, Hopewell Farm, <laughs> Hopewell Farm CBD. This stuff is really amazing. Um, the promo code Journey to Truth 10 gets you 10% off. Um, and uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, they are. You can pay with crypto now. Any coin that's mm -hmm. listed on Coinbase, you can purchase the CBD with, uh, which is a really cool option. Uh, so check that out if you feel compelled to. Obviously, the Omnia Radiation Balancer, if you're looking for some protection against any uh, radiation, 5G, stuff like that, um, you can purchase a patch, put it on your phone, radiating device, or whatever else, even your microwave. Um, and it uh, harmonizes the frequency and turns it into something beneficial for your body. It's proving to have healing benefits now. Um, it's really amazing stuff. Um, we're going to be having Tim Sanders back on shortly uh, to discuss some new technology and a water bottle that they're developing that um, automatically restructures your water when you fill it up. So that's that's really exciting. And then promo code, what is it? Oh, CGI, CGI Joe. CGI Joe for 15% off our Teespring store. And we have some new designs up there if you guys want to check that out. Tonight, this evening, we are joined by Natalie Denise. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, so um, just a quick backstory. I met Natalie last year while I was in Sedona. We were on a, a trip. There was a bunch of us down there. There was a, a conference that you, that you spoke at, correct? Yeah, did... it was actually something. It was like a meetup that I drew together very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that whole trip, I mean, you were constantly, like, we were all having fun. I felt oh bad you were gosh. just, like, in your computer working your ass off. But Dude, yeah. Well, part, partial to that, I was also working a full-time job, and I was supposed to be on full PTO. But um, long story short, I, le I left that job. So <laughs> I'm in a better place now. Yeah. Well, nice. that's good. That's good, good news. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but since then, I've been, I've been keeping up with your channel, tuning in here and there, and... Um, Lately, we haven't been covering a lot of current stuff just because it is a clown show. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, I don't even know what's what anymore. Right. 
Um, your videos started coming to the forefront again for some reason. I was noticing them, and I like how you're, uh, I like how you're connecting the dots, and you're paying attention to a lot of the key players in this right now, and mm-hmm. and you're following them and noticing like the subtleties of the things that they're not reporting, and and like some of the photos is like they might not even be current. It, we don't know what's going on. It's like, yeah, was there really a dinner party? What happened at that? You know, Steven Spielberg and for sure. Springsteen and Obama. I mean, this stuff is so fishy. So, uh, I think that's interesting because that's where we need to be paying attention if we're going to get any real yeah. truth. Because sure. um, I don't know, it just seems so fake when they post an article with like Tom Hanks and Rita and like, you don't know if it's even like, if it's a photo from five years ago, if it's even them, are they in jail? Like, I don't know what's going on. So (laughs) maybe you could help us figure that out. Yeah. I mean, that's partial to why I cover these events regardless, because everything I feel in this timeline, whatever this is right now, I just feel like retrospectively, if something happens and it's big, you know, we can look back at the things that were documented. Okay, well, you know, that day this happened and, you know, what was up with that? And, you know, journalistic integrity is sort of non-existent right now. You know, you could say that we're going to Tom Hanks' mansion and who knows what really they were doing. Maybe they were going to like some Bohemian Grove type thing, you know, like we we don't know what, what exactly is going on, but, you know, we right now we don't really have that leniency to like a uh, dependent media. So independent media commentary, sometimes that'll help a little bit just to make sense of things. And, you know, it's not just me. I'm just looking at these articles that publish day by day, but really it's my followers and my subscribers who help me make sense of things as I sort of observe it day by on a day to day basis. So it's sort of a collective observation, but it is interesting. Yeah, it is. And especially right now, the Bill and Melinda Gates stuff, um, there is so much more going on that meets the eye. I mean, apparently I'm finding out now that she was look, like uh, speaking with divorce lawyers back in October of 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this stuff's been going on for a while now. And I don't know. What do you think? What do you think the real reason is behind this? I think there's probably multiple reasons. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to cuss on this on the show? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's a, a whole load. Yeah, I think I think it's a load of bullshit because Bill Gates began his meetings with Epstein and the Klan and you know all these scientists and high level people back in 2011. Um, I I believe that was like the the very initi- initiative time frame. Now it could have happened a little bit before that, but it was 2011, 12 and 13 where Melinda Gates knew 100% that he was meeting up with Epstein. So for this to all of a sudden be like, oh my gosh, clutch my pearls in 2019. I can't believe you did this is a, a load of shit because she was also, you know, cozy side by side on an interview couch, you know, talking about the planpocalypse and how uh, certain marginalized groups needed to get the poke first and, you know, all that jazz. And then also to that, she's also working with the UN, you know, in uh, some of the most vulnerable and poorest countries, some of the poorest countries in Africa, you know, um, and she's pushing these agendas and all of a sudden it's like, 
these eugenic, eugenics, uh, I'm sorry, what is it? These eugenics or, uh, you know, that type of theology, it's, it's not far away from what Epstein and the others were trying to portray or, or propel. So I just find it very interesting. And these are things that I've been keeping up with since 2019, when the Epstein documents, the trove first published with, you know, the daily traffic, I was in every single article, I was going through these things. And I'm like, Bill Gates knew this guy and Melinda couldn't be far from it. If that's Melinda, you know, that's another, that's a whole other rabbit Maybe. hole. Maybe 2017 is whenever she was replaced with Kevin Klein. And that's why it could be. It yeah. could be. I mean, all this is very confusing. Like you said, you know, you don't know who's who or if this is truly, you know, that person. So it does make it interesting also to that fact that she rented a private island, you know, just a couple of weeks ago or, you know, recent weeks, just so that way they could escape the press because of all this. So, you know, even that is like, OK, what? She's on a private island right now. What's going on? Private islands, that, just yeah. The anytime, well, it's too bad that private islands have to be surrounded with this negativity now because <laughs> of what it is. Because yeah. it should, it should sound amazing, right? It should, yeah. it absolutely should. But when you have an elitist, yeah. you know, such as the Gates family, and you know, then you you do have that negative connotation with you know the rich, the creme de la creme of our society. Like, um, what was the uh, the Seagram sisters, they also rent from Nixium. They rented a private island in, uh, near Fiji. So it's like these elitists have a thing for private islands. And unfortunately, that's just, you know, the connotation that we have with them. Well, think about how perfect that is, though. Um, us as citizens have mm -hmm. no way of monitoring anything that goes on there. We're not traveling past it. We're not flying over it. We can't drive through that area. Right. I mean, it's just, it's easy. It's a no brainer for them. Yeah. And, you know, it's, a, and it's like laughable, like, oh, we can get away with whatever we want. Anything. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. And, and even if we do find out about it, look at what we're going through now. It's like, we can talk about it, but how much weight do we really have? How much say do we have in this stuff? We don't. Yeah, I mean, we right now it just feels like we're honestly talking in circles with um, with this not we, but I mean, in third person, you know, as a collective, we're just kind of observing in circles right now. And you know, I think I think the purpose that it could possibly have with you know at least talking about it and documenting documenting it, you know, via podcasts or media, whatever content, um, is that we do have that retrospective view. And you know, if there are people who look back at this content, you know, they can have more of an understanding, you know, what was going on at that, at that point of time, what was the generic understanding of what was going on? Because now that we know this, you know, that seemed like it didn't make sense or it didn't make sense, or I could see why they thought that, you know? Um, so it, it does, it does feel like as a collective, we're just talking and observing in circles, but I do think that there's meaning, um, you know, further down the line. I couldn't agree with you more as far as go feel like we're going in circles, <laughs> uh, but it's not a bad thing uh, because no. what, it, what it's forcing people to do is look at themselves and their personal lives and their own situations, because mm -hmm. we're kind of not getting anywhere with this external information. Yeah, yeah. we need to keep up with it, but uh, it gives everybody a chance to really um, get shit together in their own lives, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. and we'll come out of this. I actually feel like now is a good time to start paying attention again. Mm -hmm. it, it seems like the like the dust is settling and things are clearing up and we can kind of see everything for what it is see who for what they are we're seeing right through these people now oh absolutely but, yeah and um 
I also going back to the Bill Gates thing, I was reading something that was saying that this these like elite divorces are also a good way to protect their asset assets, or it's a good way to offload their company shares um, Mm -hmm. in preparation for a potential market collapse. And so that's really interesting because I watched a video that I can't find. I was trying to find it for you, but um, this guy, I I guess there's a website where you can monitor like a lot of these uh, politicians and elites and celebrities who are investors and you can see what they're doing and when they buy and sell. Uh, it's pretty public anyway, you know how that stuff is. Um, and all of these, like even General Flynn and some of these pe- people are selling billions of dollars worth of shares all of a sudden and they're, and they're, they're pulling out. So I wonder if we're looking at some type of potential collapse right. coming. Well, we've, a lot of us have been expecting a crash for a while, you know? Yeah. Um, so it looks like it since that, and there's other things that indicate it, there's probably going to be a big um, stock market crash and maybe even the dollar, you know, crash very, very soon coming up here sometime this year, probably. Yeah. Well, if there is a collapse, it'll, it'll collapse the dollar and, and it it could be a perfect time to roll out the digital currency, which is just economy in general. yeah, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they've been preparing for it luckily. So it's not like we're all going to be screwed (laughs) hopefully, but uh yeah. Or it, it could be that plus piggybacked with them just trying to liquidate their assets, you know, um, that usually that's what happens when, you know, it sometimes it, in, in a good, a good amount of cases when they're, you know, they, they want to liquidate their assets and they're heading for divorce or, you know, if they're heading into trouble and they know it, you know, they, that's, a, mm-hmm. like you said, it's a good way to offload all their assets. So could be it too. Well, and, I mean, and now she's like an overnight billionaire. So yeah, <laughs> Melinda. Yeah. Yep. She sure is. I think she, she's what $1.8 billion in or something like that. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. he or whoever. Yeah. Or he, yeah. Or Kevin, who, who knows? I mean, what were you going to say something by the way? Mm. Um, like what I, I just want to know, like, it's so obvious, like it's not the same person anymore or, or something <laughs> is completely different. Like, what is really the purpose behind that like why if something did happen to her let's say mm-hmm. like publicly or, or something happened and maybe she's arrested or in jail why couldn't they just like like create a fake story and like eliminate her from the public eye why go through the efforts of replacing her with somebody like and keep her keep the facade yeah. going like i don't know i just think mm-hmm. about this thing like well from what I can see, um, you know, the things that Melinda Gates, the things that Melinda Gates uh, did in, for instance, in, in the nations of Africa, you know, she would go and push these agendas. And there's real one real outspoken um, activist, I forget her name, but I think she's Nigerian. And she was talking about the Gates and she, she's been on like, uh, I think like Life TV or something like that. But she talks about this because she's very pro-life. She, um, and, and the thing about, you know, the, these African nations, they have very conservative values. You know, they're, they're not all, they're not jumping to abortion or to birth control or anything like that. They, they have like these very nuclear family type of ideals, very traditional. And so, what the Gates have done is um, they have gone into these poorer nations and they have tried to push 
you know, the bottom line, what it boils down to is eugenics, eugenics. and they've tried, they've tried to frame it as these other things like, you know, birth control, and you know, you should have uh, abortions and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I've seen where she's had this long running program, she's had her hand in the cookie jar in in that respect in in these globalist agendas. So if maybe she was some sort of entity to carry that out. I could see where they could probably continue on her, that type of Melinda Gates entity, whether or not that's Melinda or not. Now, I definitely agree with you that her eyes are different or his eyes, whoever this is, the eyes are different. You know, uh, the no, the, the, I was studying this a little closely last week. I'm like, the nose is a little similar, but the, the eyes are different. They're slanted differently. The color's different. Um, but that's that's what I would say is I think that these globalist agendas, they did extend to Melinda Gates as an arm. And, you know, she was very active with the UN and the Gates Foundation. It's very interesting if if you looked into like the things she was doing. So, yeah, could be it. And I also have a theory um, that like there's we know who these people are and they everything is done like um they're Satanists, right? So everything is a ritual. Everything is a ritual for them. And I think that it's important to keep certain bloodlines in a position of power um, for whatever reason, like whatever black magic they're trying to pull. This might sound a little crazy, but I feel like that might have something to do with it. Like I I get, I break it all the way down to like, they were married or divorced after 27 years why 27 years? Seven plus two is nine. That's a number of completion, depending on what you're doing with that number. Like it could yeah. be like a completion of whatever they're trying to accomplish. Just so happens that the day was announced, the date adds up to the number 13. I don't, and I was thinking about this on the way home, thinking about like, is there any, like, is there anything even to this? Should I mention it? And as I thought that I saw a Freemason sticker, on the back of somebody's truck like at the exact same moment i'm like okay maybe i should mention this because there might actually be something to that like none of these dates are random like none of this stuff is random yeah yeah someone else was doing some sort of numerology with this i think like i i don't even know i can't even keep up with the numerology things but you know somehow they figured out like it was like the something something year something something month and something something day and it equated to like the the 666 yeah. thing um but yeah it's it is crazy how that that happens yeah. and weren't you saying that now like the mainstream's trying to throw bill under the, yeah, guy, under yeah, the bus yeah it looks like they're trying to throw bill gates under the bus all of a sudden and there's all these mainstream media articles coming out yeah trashing them saying he uh like negative things about the vaccines that he's pushing and that he's, but that he's just doing it from like being greedy and like not the real, you know, the real reason we know what the vaccine agenda is and stuff, oh, wow. but it's like, they're using him as a, as like the fall guy or a scapegoat yeah. Um, yeah, now. Sure. Cause they know what's coming almost. It's like, they're trying to get it. They always try to get ahead of stuff, you know, like this. Yeah. So anytime you see all these mainstream media articles start saying one thing, you know, there's some kind of, reason or agenda there obviously ulterior motive yeah. yeah it's not what it just appears to be from what the articles say there's something else going on yeah they're just throwing people they're throwing bill under the bus i i saw where his biographer like it was probably an hour ago two a uh, couple hours ago 
uh, New mm -hmm. York Post came out with his biographer is spilling the beans. Um, he said that, you know, Bill had wild naked party pool parties at his mansion. And it's like, it's very funny yeah. how the tides are turning against Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. Well, right? like you said, the fall guy, I wonder how many of these people are going to become the fall guy. Like they don't care about them at all. Once they're no longer useful, no, they're just no, no, no. they're gonna be they're just puppets that were being used, really. Absolutely. Oh, wow. So they're like absolutely now they're like, all right, well, yeah, your, your use is done, and and now we're trying to, you know, it's now they're it's like we had it's like they almost knew all along they had to at some point do this. So now it's like the, they all right, now we got to throw you to the wolves and exactly you can take the heat, you know, so, so no one looks into the people behind you and finds out what's really going on here. They got to get ahead of that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty big scapegoat to throw under the bus though. The, the connections yeah. that he has, it you is, know, though. that's, that's a pretty big one to throw under the bus. I think even, um, well, he had a, he had, Bill Gates had some sort of connection with MIT. I believe it was MIT. And uh, he, along with Leon Black, who is another, he's a big CEO somewhere else, they made donations to MIT. Now, the um, I think he's like a science and technology cabinet position for Biden. He's, he's the only one that hasn't been confirmed yet. And the reason why is because he has connections to Epstein, which also has connections to MIT and Harvard. Um, he was a scientist there. So again, this is a big, this is a big dude to throw under the bus. Like if he goes under and he starts, you know, uh, you know, the, uh, mm. going off on all these other people, that's a big one. Th yeah. That's a huge revelation if that's true. Yeah. So that, that, then it's like, well, then why would they even do that? So like, are they just that desperate? Uh, probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think, why yeah. Would, they're at the end of their rope. They're like, well, it's either this or we're completely going to be fucked, you know? So yeah, <laughs> maybe they're like, sure. they're throwing out everything they can right now. So yeah. May, Cause like you said, that's, that's huge that, you know, like if they're going to start exposing stuff about him, mm -hmm. especially if it's true stuff. Well, I mean, um, you saw what happened whenever he was um, making those Instagram posts a few months back, they had to like turn the comments off. They were deleting them as fast mm -hmm. as I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, anything he does, like that. like people hate him. Like they're calling yeah. him the straight up antichrist. You know, that one I mean? Microsoft commercial with um, Marina, what's her name? Yeah, Ambrovic. Yeah, that um, that one was crazy. I could yeah. not believe. Like, I could not believe. I think as a collective, the Truther movement became aware or got more brought in to attention to Marina. And the moment that we did, I think it was a collective, like it was a collective time where everybody was talking about Marina Abramovic. And then about a week or two later, that commercial published and we're like, oh, hell. well, <laughs> no, like, what, yeah. it, what it was, was that it, it was, was right after the Out of Shadows documentary. That's came. right. That's, yeah. it, was, it was right, right. after right. that. And people were like, how stupid, yes. like what terrible timing on their part. That yeah. shows how stupid these people, they, they're yeah. not aware of their environment. And that's how elitist they are, that they they think that they control absolutely, absolutely every single environment element. And so they think, oh, you know, we're untouchable. We'll yeah. just publish this. They're very and arrogant and they think they're untouchable. Exactly. They 100%. One hundred percent. Even in that commercial, they were like, oh, you know, the most prolific and, uh, you know, uh, are the most 
a noticeable artist of our time and it's like who's who's the most no like nobody's like, talking about what? her except for yeah. you guys yeah <laughs> to you guys exactly <laughs> no that's your artist that's not yeah. our artist well but, that's yeah. how they that's how they manifest things that's how they manifest things on their part they just put it out there they take a song that nobody's ever heard of and make yeah. it a hit or whatever it is you know yeah and, yeah, and they yeah. Just push it on you and you're just overwhelmed by it all day being bombarded which also brings me to the point I wanted to make about Bruce Springsteen. Like, where does he play? Where where does he come in? Like, he was doing a podcast Ooh. with Obama, which I just wanted. Really? Yeah, I didn't even yeah, know they that. were yeah. they were doing a podcast. I'm like, that's weird. I just want to know who he is in all of this. He's, I mean, I know he was super anti-Trump. Yeah, maybe maybe he was just blindly like 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 just taking obama's hand and saying yeah i will totally work with you whatever we can do to get rid of trump who knows it might have just been because of that yeah yeah he, yeah he just seems like another game piece honestly i i don't know too much about bruce springsteen you know i didn't he didn't he come out in a super bowl commercial or something like that and it did i didn't watch the super bowl i didn't watch the commercials i wasn't interested at all yeah. but i think he came out in a super bowl commercial this year and uh, I can't remember what the commercial was about, but it did it did upspark something. And then I think he made a comment. And look, I'm just paraphrasing. I think he made a comment that was very snarky against Trumpers or Trump Trumpism or whatever. And then he got in a he got a DUI or something like that, like a week later. So I do but, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just weird. Again, weird consistent events that happen. And then you see him on the way to the the dinner, I, and I have no idea. I don't know what Bruce Springsteen has, uh, you know, with that group. But then he's on his way to Tom Hanks' dinner party. Yeah, yeah, that whole—that's what I'm saying. Like the yeah. clown show, right? For sure. <laughs> it's like every like even Spielberg. Like Spielberg makes sense. He's been kind of suspicious and the whole sure. the whole time. Sure, I, sure, sure. I don't really feel like that's necessary to break down, but. Um, so what are your thoughts on this Arizona audit and the stuff that do you think we're actually going to get like a public win out of this? I think so. So it's funny that you mentioned that I, uh, I was on a prayer call for the Arizona audit yesterday on telegram. There was this uh, observer and he just held a prayer in a prayer voice chat and uh, he was answering questions and there were some actual, there was some good information. Um, you know, he, he, sounded very confident in his his tone so I, I don't know if he may know something or and he just can't say it or he knows something and uh or he doesn't and he's just confident but he had a lot of confidence in his voice um you know i i think that this is just going to take a little bit more while to bake you know they have the uh, what is it? The graduations, I think one week. So they're probably going to pause about two days and then they're going to continue the audit. Uh, but I do believe that they're going to come out with something. I, I, I don't think it's going to be as easy as, well, I think we've observed that it's not going to be easy, you know, getting the mm -hmm. truth out. I don't think it's going to be easy getting a solution out. Um, so I believe that that's going to be where the biggest fight is. I think that that's going to be one of the most interesting times to witness what will happen in about a month or two, you know. Uh, but I do have, I have optimism and hope in my heart that there is something good that's going to come out of that. What yeah, do you guys think? I think so. And um, I forget who I was watching, but they were, they brought 
to my attention that look how many cameras are on this audit. There's like 15 different camera angles. They're live streaming it. You can clearly see that like the whole internet server is hardwired. It's not like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're doing it. How this is how the actual election should have been done. For sure. Not in secrecy, right? It, yeah. it, it should be like live stream. Somebody wants to tune in and, and some, and people are already catching like some people, some suspicious activity, even within the audit. So it's just, um, but, but at least it's being caught live. It's being caught like, like you can't get away with what they were getting away with. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think, it, I feel it's also worth noting that the media has no idea what this audit entails. They have no idea what these processes look like. They have no idea what the, the actual analytics, forensics, what that entails. And yet they're out here shouting, you know, it's uh, a fake. And, you know, it was the most, again, with the, the rhetoric, it's the most secure election in history. You know, why do mm -hmm. they have to do this and stuff like that? But yet they can come to conclusions like this, like we're scared of what they're doing. You know, we, we don't know what their process, what their processes are, but they're not giving us comfortable, you know, feelings or whatever. And it's like, you guys have no, absolutely no idea what this entails. And yet you're jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, well, here's, here's another thing too. I feel that, I feel that it's absolutely necessary for it to go through the entire process of even the fraudulent courts, the fraudulent um, system for it to expose absolutely everything downslide from the ladders that we've, we've climbed from. Um, so I think that this is a bigger deal to the fact that it went through this process the way that it went. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Democrats even have a problem with the audit is tells you everything yeah. you need to know. If it, yeah. if, if it was legitimate, they would be like, yeah, go ahead. We have absolutely. nothing you got to hide. We have nothing to hide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. actually we should be referring to this as the big lie not the election. Ooh. Isn't that what Trump said in that statement? He said from this day forward, it'll be known as the 2020 the election lie. will be known as a big lie. Uh, no, that gave me, um, it gave me reminiscence of the movie, The Big Short. You know how big the, the more, uh, what was it? The mortgage uh, bubble burst was back in the early thousands. You, have you guys seen The Big Short? I have not. No, actually. sorry. I know, oh, about, it. I know, I know about it. Oh, yeah. you, you've got, you've got to go watch that. That movie's great. Um, but you know, it it just kind of illustrates how big this this thing was, and only a few people knew about it. Only a few people knew about the the market possibly crashing and betting on it. And I feel like so many people have lost faith in this entire thing. And I get it, you know, because it, it we're going through a time of history, and I repeat this a lot to my subscribers and my followers. I'm like, look, guys. We've never gone through this in our entire history ever. We've never mm -hmm. gone through, you know, something so, you know, fraudulent. We've never gone, th gone through something so big. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is a very unique time in history. So I just feel that like a little bit of like just a small amount of people are having their eyes on this type of thing, but I feel like it's going to be big. So yeah. I don't know. Something yeah, I mean, about that name. We're just keeping our head above water right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, we don't we have no idea what's going on like and we found that out because how many times i know i've been wrong about things that i thought were going to happen i would have i i like i would have never imagined that biden was gonna 
make it even though even though it was you know fraudulent right yeah i would yeah, yeah. i i still didn't think that was possible i was so confident in it i was like there's no way like there's just no way we got this um yeah. i think it kind of needed to happen actually it's ha- yeah. the way it happened is uh red pilling more people 100%. than if it would have stayed i think unfortunately i have to pay more more for my gas per gallon in order for people to red pill but you know yeah. <laughs> if, it, exactly. if that's what it takes yeah i know yeah, exactly. i know well, that and like this mandatory jabs and all this stuff. Oh, I don't gosh. know what's going on with that, but it's it's concerning at this point. You know, their um, companies are making it mandatory for certain people. And I don't yeah. know. I'm trying not to put myself on that timeline. Yeah. Uh, so I don't yeah. want to feed it too much energy. We, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. I also feel like, you know, I think one of you guys mentioned it earlier, you know, just everything is just sort of getting exposed. You know, these people, these companies, these corporations that, you know, are going along with the mainstream, which is, a, there are a lot of them, let's be honest. Like, I think even on our side, you know, the truther side, it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, you know what the truth is, and yet you're you're, mandata- you're man- mandating these things, you're getting them, and you see, you see what's happening as a repercussion. Um, but it exposes a lot, and I'm glad that it identifies those individuals or their co- those companies because I know where to shift my money. I know where to shift, you know, my attention. And I feel like us as a collective in this this patriotic movement, a truther movement, we also need to take that same attitude. We need to not shop at Starbucks. Go to local coffee shops. You know, we need to uh, focus more on you know small businesses. We need to refunnel our money and refocus our attention. So in a way, you know, in a strange way, I'm very glad that this happened because it, it paints a target on the ones that we need or it actually identifies the ones that we don't uh, necessarily need to support anymore. Well, you know? it, sh- it shows everyone's exactly. everyone's true colors right now. Yeah, for sure. Every, yeah, the companies, the people, for even friends and family, they, they, these times in general, mm-hmm. like everyone's true colors are coming into the surface. You see who your real friends are and the ones, sure. you know, and uh, in a way it's, it's kind of, uh, it's like a, a cleansing or a purge, you know, so it's allowing us all to like reset and then like figure out, like get regrounded and like a new start. I don't know. Um, yeah. It, it is a reset really yeah yeah it's the good reset yeah well and yeah, yeah exactly so i'm i'm curious i know you're big on human trafficking um mm-hmm. this is like your thing sure. I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on the border situation mm-hmm. because it sucks yeah to be, and to see those people and the sleeping in foil sleeping bags or aluminum whatever the hell that's whatever's going yeah, on there yeah. just piled into these facilities i don't know what are you what are your thoughts on all that it's definitely intentional and you know the the biden administration re, the residency they know what they're doing that's why they they're not visiting you know that's that's why they're not concerned about it they just kind of bypass everything they bypass everybody's criticisms because they know that this is their their agenda. Now, what these bubble-headed left-leaning people don't understand is that it's doing a lot more harm to trafficking and to children, to families um, than they ever fathom. And they, they, th- that's the thing, like the most frustrating and angering thing is that the people who have advocated for open borders and immigrate, you know, free, free immigration, you know, no, no rules and all this stuff. It's like, 
you have no idea, you have no critical analysis or further consequential thinking of how this affects other people. For instance, the border patrol, they're overwhelmed. They can't get to everybody. The apprehensions are way low, not because they can't apprehend, it's because there's too many to apprehend. So there are uh, criminals, I mean, crossing the borders of Texas, I'm sorry, of, um, of border states every single day. Uh, there are you many terrorists that were on the terror watch list uh, crossing into uh, the country. So they definitely, <laughs> I mean, this is like the most Dr. Evilist evil administration you could ever witness, I think. And this is definitely their intention. On the other side, you know, what has always been a problem, it, uh, even before the Biden administration, and I, I do believe that Trump was on a great track uh, to sort of extinguish this or mitigate the, you know, the impact. But the, the one of the biggest things was also, um, you know, the coyote. Coyotes are, are just, mm -hmm. you know, they've always been there. They've always, they've always smuggled and trafficked. And, um, you know, I, we just, we, we, I don't know, like, th this is just sort of, I don't see how this can be uh, remediated, because there's so much damage that has been done in the first, you know, 100 days of his residency. Um, well, it's pretty severe. Yeah. And, and clearly, these people don't want the border closed, because that, yeah. that foils their whole plan, their operation. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, like the uh, the human trafficking, even drugs, like there's yeah. no reason to traffic them into the U.S. unless there's customers here. Who are those customers? Yeah. The people I mean, think about it. Right. The mainstream media starts making fun of Trump for using the term coyote. Like, like why? If this was a, if they were taking this seriously, they wouldn't be making fun yeah. of him. They yeah. would be they would be joining him in the effort to try and figure this out and put a stop to it. Instead, they just make they're making it laughable because, you know, we're cutting off their food supply. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite it's quite obvious that this is part of their also, you know, this is their way of also getting those, you know, uh, un. ID'd voters for their party and uh, yes I was going to bring that up too yeah they're they're yeah. that's what they're that's why it's not it doesn't make a difference that's why they're freaking out so hard about the thing going on in Arizona because should this expose even a little bit then there it's something has to be done about it I do believe that something will be done I don't think it's going to be an easy fight I don't think it's going to be an easy thing to witness but I do think that there's going to be something done about it um, but that's a component of why they're spazzing out so much is because you know on the other hand uh, oh man our system has to work because we've got all these un uh, undocumented people now in the U.S. and they were supposed to be our voters and we were supposed to use the same system. So I, I think there's, you know, I think the Democrats are screwed because I think that there is going to be a lot of revelation about that. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You allow somebody over the border, you mm -hmm. give them a job and, and you give them a life. Mm -hmm. Tell them this all ends if you don't vote Democrat. You have mm. to vote Democrat. And or they just pull the rug out from under you. Like these people could be blackmailed in a sense, as far yeah. as that goes. Like they, they're, they're puppets. They have to do. They're and they're a lot of these people. Unfortunately, 
um, don't know any different. They grow up in poverty. They grow up in this lifestyle. They grow up as thieves, you know, and like, and they're not, it's not even their fault, but they're the people who are coming over here. So it's, it's scary in that aspect too, but they're going to do, if they're given an opportunity to where they don't have to live in survival mode like that anymore, of course, they're going to go vote Democrat. Like what's the difference to them? They just want, they just want a life, you know? So that's, what's scary about it. And when they're getting incentives like payments, you know, for yes. instance, for example, in New York, they're getting payments. They're getting flown. Like, are you are you, are you kidding me right now? They're getting flown across the country, uh, you know, just being here, just crossing the border. They know what they're doing. And and even there's some, you know, I, that just kind of sprung up in my head right now. There's something to that, too. Why are they flying them across the country? Why are they flying them to certain cities? You know, it's for it's definite. It's it's a component of their voting efforts that's yeah, flying them want. to this flying them to the swing states yeah, yeah 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 for sure for sure you know and and just to just to touch a little bit of uh on human trafficking before we move on is um also what a lot of people don't want to talk about is the exploitation of children you know they these ignorant uh latin american parents from honduras from mexico from you know guatemala like wherever they're coming from they just they get sold this easy idea that yeah send your kid you know they're gonna have a better life just send them over the border and they find all these resources for them and the ignorant parents actually do it and they send them on these treacherous journeys when they get here the cartel so the cartels don't care the cartels are heartless They've got some sort of hardening of the heart where they, they just, they don't, they don't even, it doesn't even reach their consciousness of how this affects kids. Um, but unfortunately, they're undocumented. Uh, they can be sold off to pedophiles. You know, they could be so, sold off for organ harvesting. Like these things are actually real. And how are you going to know? You know, how mm-hmm. are you going to know that these kids are here? You can't because they're undocumented. So there's no track. You know, it's, you know, what's interesting is the uh, the latest Rambo movie, Last Blood. I don't know who's seen that. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. But it, uh, you know, it's just a violent uh, film, but it is full disclosure on the trafficking at the border, the sex trafficking at, mm-hmm. at the Mexico border and the cartel. That's what that's the kind of the plot of the movie. Um, his daughter is sex trafficked over the border and uh from and um he goes and takes down the cartel or the group but it's it's actually very very um graphic it's very oh. graphic but and <laughs> that i realized they cut a lot of it out for the uh, theater but then when you watch the extended version uh, it really paints a picture uh on the reality of what's taking place there um yeah. whether you like a rambo movie or not this stuff is being shown to us it's being shown like uh and you, you watch it and you know like this is like this isn't a lie this is happening to people you know yeah 100 mm. 100 so, even uh, there's an occultic you know a lot of people don't know that but there's an occultic part of the cartels and human trafficking you know um it's not far away from the aztec you know worship the, the way that they used to the aztecs used to worship and human sacrifice and you know, view, yeah. you know, other humans as lower. And so they were mm-hmm. enslaved, like it's not far away from that, but there is definitely a, um, occultic side to it. Um, yeah. very dark. 
Yeah, they uh, it's yeah, the, it, is. it gets really dark the the deeper you go down these mm -hmm. rabbit holes, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But they go. That's oh. just like it. It has to be. It has to come out, you know. Like this stuff has to, you know, get taken care of and cleaned up. Yeah. Um, and ignoring it is not gonna, you know, hoping it, wishing it's not true is not gonna, you know, do anything. So, but luckily, yeah. luckily, there's multiple levels of, of cleanup going on. There's, the, you know, we call it the alliance, the white hats, or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. I do believe they're, they've been taking this stuff down, and they're, they're now, we're now kind of at this peak where. I do feel like they, they are in control, you know, yeah. those of us that follow a certain letter um, Patri <laughs> of the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Patri you know, patriotic. Uh, yeah. Patriotic. Inside letter. newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has been uh, kind of alluding to for a few years now. And yeah, it, we, but we're at this peak now where it's like, I feel like, I mean, so much is already coming out and happening, but mm -hmm. we're really about to see this like, uh stuff to really start breaking out into the surface and like being disclosed and being um just kind of blowing up and i feel like it might get a little even crazier than it already is yeah <laughs> for sure. but uh before it gets better you know i also yeah. think i also think but that we're, it's sorry. all just coming out yeah it's, everything's coming out right now i think um it, it's coming up very shortly here what trump's going to be back doing his rallies again the entire energy is going to shift. You watch yeah. like it's going to yeah. be a big wave again of, of Trump. And not that I'm saying we need Trump as a savior because that's not the case. But what's yeah. that? What that's going to do is uh, boost the morale and it's oh, going to get people sorry. excited and motivated again. Like is mm -hmm. uh, as, as much as like you can you could say whatever you want about hope, but it's going to give people hope again. Yeah. And when you have hope and when you're in a good mood, you're going, you're going, you're putting off better energy. You're not feeding them anymore. So there's, it's going to create a ripple effect just by him doing that. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I think we, we've just, as a collective, we've got a lot of pent it up angst and energy and we just, yeah, we just want to let it out. And, you know, we, we're just finding different channels for it. And I, I think that, that it is a positive thing, you know, um, red pill babe, for instance, one of my friends, she's, mm -hmm really getting involved locally with Miami and you know she's sort of sharing the same sort of resources like this is how you get back get involved with the civic process and she has a lot of great things to say about you know getting involved locally because you know what we expect is somebody from the top down to fix everything and I think that's been everybody's perspective myself included you know I thought yeah there's gonna like it's gonna be this great and he is he's a great president um, but we think that Trump is supposed to do absolutely everything, even down to the city council, school board, to, uh, you know, our mayors and our commissioners and our, yeah. our judges, when really this was an awakening for everybody. And we're in it right now. This is if this if there if it's not already happening, this is the initial infancy stages of the Great Awakening, because now I can look at Houston and I can say, hey, wait a minute. Um, you know, Mayor Turner, you're part of the covenant of mayors, you know, you're part of this Green New, Green New Deal type of covenant uh, that you are in with a, a, a pact of other mayors around the world. What is this about? Mm -hmm. So what other agendas are you tied to? You know, so it makes us look around and really 
you know, sort of just view things with fresh eyes. Okay, we need you out or we need to hold you accountable. Like, what do we need to do as, you know, local residents or citizens of a city? So, you know, I feel that um, I, 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 I just want to say this, like, I feel that there's a lot of reluctancy around our movement to say, like, he said, we know that Trump is not the savior, but he is a damn good president. And he has been a great example of what leadership looks like, of what Chad alpha male looks like. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we, I, I, we've got, I, I mean, I, I am not uh, at, at all going to, you know, um, uh, subdue or uh, submerge my, my excitement for Trump because I truly believe that had he not come in, would we be this collective about knowing the truth? Would we mm-hmm. be as active and be as vocal? I really don't think so. So, you know, he he is a big part of why a lot of us act as a collective and why we are so um, vocal yeah. and motivated. He's He was a big catalyst, exactly. Sure. He was a big catalyst, but he's not a savior, which is what... Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't, just don't make him cautious. Into a, yeah, yeah. Don't give your power away to him. Don't, don't expect well, him to do everything mm-hmm. when he was, he was merely just to, there as a leader and a catalyst. And um, as a, as a leader though, for the, like you said, for the first time, somebody who's leading mm-hmm. by example and not, not telling us, I mean, there's going to be a million people that agree, disagree with that statement, but to go back to what you said about getting involved locally because he can't he's not going to do everything he's well do when everything. this when this virus hit mm-hmm. we saw we saw a perfect example of that he left it in the hands of the governors and the mayors mm-hmm. he, he he left it up to them and no one was and and well there was a show in their two colors now because yeah. you saw which ones were ahead you, you just saw the agenda right it all became yep. very clear so and now we know like we need to step up. We need to get involved locally, uh, yeah. even start running for a local mayor or some people in this movement. You know, um, we can only get so far with our channels. But if you can go like Red Pill Babe, maybe and do something and not sure. everybody cut out for that job. Right. We all play a role. If that's what you're called. To if do, that's what you're called to do. Yeah. 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 Um, don't force yourself to do something just because you think you should be involved, even if it doesn't feel right. Like you have yeah. to use that discernment. But um yeah i i don't know i just think uh i th- i really feel like we're gonna start seeing a positive change i think it, you know it's still gonna be rough for a while um i'm not uh i'm not necessarily worried though i feel I, i'm not you know i'm not that worried about it i think it's gonna be okay yeah same here i think um there's this sense of you know like something's going to work itself out and it's going to be big. We just can't see it. We don't know what it is, but something just feel, it feels like, it feels like this timeline is pregnant in a way (laughs) where it's like, we're just waiting for it to give birth. Like when is your water going to break? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, we know that you're, you're coming out with something and we, we don't quite know when that is, but we know that we're ramping up for something. I just feel like as a collective, we feel that. Yeah. And, you know, I have an interesting theory, too, about number 17. You know, we haven't seen a post for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, what if, like, the moment Trump starts doing rallies again, like, we get a drop, you know? Like, they would just only solidify the fact that, like, he's somehow involved. 
Yeah. Um, if we're going to get another drop, I, I think that would be when we would see it mm -hmm. um, with the resurfacing of Trump. Yeah, uh, it, it would only be perfect, you know, but who knows? I, I, I don't even know what to think about all that anymore. Yeah, I mean, some, well, stuff, some stuff you can't deny, but other stuff uh, we haven't really seen yet. So, yeah, I mean, I, I see where the newsletter still sort of plays out, though. You know, if you follow certain per personalities on Instagram, like they, they point out a lot of these these things that are still parallel to some older newsletters, you know, so mm -hmm. well, that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a lot of connections like I like what's really going on here. It's mm -hmm. interesting to pay attention to, but like you said, I don't think we're, I don't think we're meant to know, it, like what would be the point of knowing Everything. anyway? Yeah. yeah. We have to figure this out as a collective on our own. And uh, mm -hmm. it'll only mean that much more to us if we get to the other side. Yeah, for sure. Instead of having it handed to us because um, perfect analogy. Um, and I used to work in construction and they, they would um, issue everybody tools Um and you, they, but they weren't your tools. They were the company's tools, the power sure. tools, expensive tools. These things, these things just get thrown around, tossed aside, dropped, whatever. It doesn't matter. Guys don't take care of them. As soon as they don't have a company tool and they have to use their own tool, they baby that thing. They Ooh. baby it. They make sure like it's always put away. It's like, you know, yeah. because they paid for it. Right. Sure. As, as soon as you're personally invested with something, uh -huh. you're gonna it means a lot more you take to care you. of it yeah exactly you care about it yeah exactly 100%. so that's what needs to happen right now like if we know that we did this we created this change we're gonna mm. fight for it yep and we're gonna teach our generations to fight for mm -hmm. it we're gonna yeah. you know this is a new a new renewed history this is what happened this is what this is tied to this is what we've been lied about you know mm -hmm. and um i think that's that's a very um interesting way that you put that because i think it's more exciting for us because we do get to preserve that and have our hands and our eyes on it um and we get to uh, you know create for instance voting like there has to be there has to be a different way yeah. there has to be a more secure way um and so you know witnessing the what what could be built infrastructure over our society to keep to prevent that from happening again yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a very interesting thing to witness. Well, we'll just try and imagine what another election would look like. Yeah. No one's trusting it now. Like, yeah. Like, what is that? What would that even actually look like mm -hmm. in the next election? That's, that's, I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah. Um, any, uh, any recent digs you've been getting into that you uh, feel like sharing? um recent day i mean really it's because the whole epstein thing is resurfacing that has been like my news uh focus lately whenever there's something that points to it oh yeah like yesterday actually i can give you this dig um there is a modeling bot so we all know like the modeling industry the fashion industry there's something dark to it we just don't mm. quite know what exactly that is but it is essentially sort of this casting couch type of deal um, as well in the modeling industry. You know, uh, Jean-Luc Brunel is a great uh, example of that, you know, in order for these girls to get jobs or to get, you know, these runway bookings, you know, they, they would have to fulfill or get exploited by these model directors. Well, yesterday, there was a recent update on a case. Uh, the French authorities are actually investigating this guy by the name of Gerald Marie, 
and he was uh, the he's like a model boss for elite models and it, well, that's like the biggest agency in the whole wide world um, or one of uh, you know and uh, they're very very creme de la creme agency now something that I connected yesterday was that so Gerald Marie was married to the supermodel 90 supermodel her name is Eva Evangelista Mm-hmm. And Eva Evangelista, from what I understand, was discovered from Jean-Luc, uh, by Jean-Luc Brunel. And um, yesterday I was doing this dig where I was like, wait a minute, discovered by Jean-Luc Brunel. And then I found this 2007 article where Jean-Luc Brunel, he owned this agency, this model agency called MC2. And um, there, I believe that that was a spinoff from Elite Models, which is where Gerard Mulrie is uh, being accused from. And now his accusations is that he was a child rapist, that he would have a ring of these young girls who Mm. were aspiring models. And um, right now the French authorities are investigating that. Well, also, uh, I don't know who has, I think maybe the French authorities also have um, uh, Jean-Luc Brunel. I'm not sure who who has him currently, (laughs) which country, but um, I just thought that that was interesting because I'm like, they're investigating Gerald Marie model boss. Jean-Luc Brunel is in custody. Uh, Peter Nygaard, we still don't know a lot about him, but he's in the fashion industry. He's currently awaiting extradition to the United States for sex trafficking. New Prince Andrew as well, same players. And then the Glenn Maxwell, you know, we're still awaiting that trial. So I just thought that that was very interesting that these modeling and fashion, you know, high level profiles that they're suddenly um, also surfacing to the news now, and they have something to do with Epstein. So, well, um, yeah. and props to you for investigating that because I yeah. not everyone's paying attention to that type of stuff. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was talking about as far as liking what your videos because um, you're following these people and you're paying attention to their moves, you know. And uh, sure. this is how we're going to figure things out. So, thanks for that. Absolutely, um, I'm excited for that. Can you let people know where they can uh, follow you and if they want to subscribe to your channel? Are you on, you're on Telegram. Yeah, I just. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. On, uh, so you can pretty much, if you type in, my name is unique enough. It's N-A-T-L-Y, Natalie Denise. Um, on Instagram, it's at Natalie.Denise because they nuked me for the, the first account. So um, yeah. at Natalie.Denise is uh, my Instagram tag. But everywhere else you can find me at Natalie Denise, even on YouTube. So that's spelled N-A-T-L-Y-D-E-N-I-S-E. It's a little bit of weird spelling. Even on YouTube, like you're surprised that you still have a channel. Is that what you say? (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Uh, Honestly, like, uh, yeah, I've I've cleaned up my channel a lot and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm focusing more on the news and uh, I think that's what's um, doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and uh, hopping on like this. I know you're busy today, so we appreciate your time. For sure. And uh, this was fun. I think we covered a lot. And uh, keep up the good work, guys. Um, we are coming back Thursday night um, with Dan Willis um, from the Full Disclosure Project in two, 2001. I think it was um, January 2001. The Full Disclosure yep. Project was a bunch of credible, high ranking military personnel. Um, basically testifying in front of a large group of mainstream media and some members of Congress of their uh, experiences with extraterrestrials and UFOs and uh, the reality of it. 
and it's been 20 years. This, this is the 20 year anniversary of that. And Dan Willis was, uh, he's now former U.S. Navy, and he was talking about some of the craft that um, were seen that he's seen coming in and out of the water. Uh, but he has an incredible testimony and we're getting ready to. So in the COVID bill, there was 180 days to disclose UFOs, which was interesting why that was in the COVID COVID bill. But we're coming yeah. up. We're coming up on the end of the 180 days. So it's just an interesting time. The 20 year anniversary of that, that this this whole UFO disclosure thing that's hitting the mainstream. It's clearly going to be like the truth wrapped in a lie. But uh, it's it's fun to pay attention to because there is something there and it is still um, planting seeds to people who just are, you know, don't believe in this stuff. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for that. That'll be Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. Um, other than that, any last words, either of you two? No, just thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, um, for sure. yeah you're amazing. Keep up the good work. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. And I'm sorry for being late. <laughs> no, no worries no worries at all um uh, all right guys thank you for the donations to the mods everybody yes, who uh, helped us out in the chat tonight we appreciate all of you we couldn't do this without you um and thank you for keeping us relevant so <laughs> uh, we appreciate that uh good night everybody and we will see you on thursday night good night guys bye guys